I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey, one of the MCSEs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. I have seen some comments on the Facebook page as far as the audio goes. If Matt says our audio is good, um, I don't know why the audio wouldn't go through Facebook any better. It's the same system as uh, how the audio is being captured. is coming out of the same board. So we're doing the best we can. I don't know how Facebook controls it or what or what happens there once it exits our board and is processed by the uh, the tool we're using to actually broadcast it. So I'm sorry if, if uh, the sounds or the, or the levels aren't what you're hoping for. But we're doing our best. Uh, my f- Our first focus is making sure Matt says our audio levels are correct, and, they, and he would tell me if they're not. So I'm sorry. It's how, maybe how Facebook Live works. I have no idea. Let's get back to Sue, though, in Hebron. Um, and so, Sue, you still there? Sue, you there? Hello. Oh, there you are. Yep. (laughs) Um, So I would tell you, you don't need to go spend the extra money on the 2 gigahertz monster Nighthawk that they were trying to sell you at Best Buy because you already have a device that will get you, you know, nearly 800 megabits of performance. And and you had noted before we went to the break that you guys dropped or had an issue when somebody was watching Netflix and you were on a Zoom call. Just so you know, it's not just you that puts into the, the inputs to those failures, right? The Zoom system itself could have had a failure and dropped you it would have had nothing to do with your internet my wife and i work from home and she works for a fortune five company guess what her vpn drops mine does not or vice versa it's not our home that's doing it it's the company's side um so there's a lot of variables that are going to go into how your your performance is I'll tell you, you don't need more than 150 megabits for your bandwidth. If you get back to your 300 megabit deal, that's fine. And your, system, your hardware you have should have no trouble offering it to you. Um, now, if your kids are far away in their, home, in their rooms Zooming or doing classwork or what have you, now you're dealing with the Wi-Fi signal not reaching them, right? There's other, there's other issues that are that's all internal to your home that all the bandwidth in the world is not going to fix. Um, you just okay. need to... and my office is down in the basement, um, so mm. through cement walls. Yeah. Now, are you wireless, Sue, or are you hardwired? 
I was hardwired originally, but I was having issues, um, and so I ended up going to wireless, which I had less. I have less issues. Well, hardwired always works. So if your wired is having a, a problem and issues, there's something wrong with that wire. If you could have someone run a nice Cat six wire from your the router you have to your computer, it'll always be much more solid than wireless. Okay. Always, 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 always. I promise. Um, same thing with your kids. If you wanted to run hardwire, so you could have spent more money on those sides of the equation rather than the bandwidth, because obviously it didn't fix anything on the bandwidth, um, and you would have been much better off. Always look at your internal network. But I would return that monster AX fifty four hundred device designed for two gigahertz, two gigabits of speed. You don't need any of that. Okay. So I'll um, be returning the um, Nighthawk Netgear, the C one one fifty V, and the um, dual band router and i'll see if my current c1 700 that should do 864 yeah. um if there's something wrong with that could it be the wires leading into the house like on comcast set oh of course it could they could have a, a poor um service coming into your home and you'd only know that if you do what's called a speed test and you really can only get a good speed test is if you're connected hardwired to the modem because if you do a speed test with your wireless, it's in your wireless uh, adapter is not up to snuff. You may not get a true uh, performance. So you want to have a hardwired connection connected just to the modem, and yep. see if that speed is solid. But again, if you're How getting do, do the specific speed test, is there a, a site I go to or uh, you can do Xfinity's. You can do Xfinity speed test. That'd be their speed test. You could do uh, oh, there's plenty of speed tests that are out there. So Speedtest.net. Yeah, speedtest.net is another one. We'll put a link out there for you. Um, but again, the instructions too. <laughs> all you're doing is typing. You're just pushing a button. Uh, oh, okay. And it'll tell you what your upload and download speeds are. All all you're doing there is testing to see if you're getting what you're paying for. Um, but again, you don't need as much as you're paying for. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how many times I can say it. I'm sorry. I feel like a broken record, but no, the, no. And what? And shame on Comcast because they upsell you, and then they don't even tell you that your device isn't using that right. and they've gone back to 300 but you're still paying for the 1.2 that's that's wrong that's called throttling yeah yeah it's not cool one game in town that's the problem that is the problem and uh there's other alternatives out there like go net speed if you tell them you're interested they will come to certain areas and they are expanding these fiber services are out there you could get go if you could get go net speed to your home it could be 50 bucks a month for 150 up and down I don't know. I don't know what you're paying for for 1.2. What are you paying for? Two hundred and fifty-four dollars for our Comcast package that includes phone, internet, and our TV package. When we right. did the upgrade, it added all these um, movie channels for free, supposedly, but well, to get the 1.2 speed. You know what you're going to pay when the free service is over. It'd be like a, it'd be well, like a luxury yeah, car. So two, in two years, because um, that's the contract they locked me into. Yeah, yeah. what they do always. I know. Yeah, so unfortunately, you don't need all that bandwidth, but if we can get you to at least get more performance internally by improving your internal connections, that's the way to go. Um, okay. And yes, your existing router could be your problem. So you might still need a new router because it was always the problem to begin with. It was the reason you made your change, right? It could be the problem. Well, yep. you know, if you're doing Wi-Fi through a cement wall... <laughs> you're not doing Wi-Fi, really. <laughs> yeah, you're, no, you're going to have a hard time. And the other thing Eric brought up is which uh, band... You know, frequency you're on the 2.4 or the 5.0, because we I switch back and forth to be honest with you um, to get the best performance. And that is only the only reason you're doing that is because the device that's broadcasting it is having trouble. 
right? You're, you're, you're yeah. switching because you're not getting a solid 2.4 or a solid 5. Well, the reason you're not is either the cement, like Bob is saying, you can't go through cement very well, um, or the device that's broadcasting it is not doing a very good job broadcasting it. So you still might need a new router. Okay. I was hardwired um, yeah. to the one downstairs before when I had a, a PC and not a laptop, um, and we ran the wire from the uh, modem Good. up here. Yeah, that's the way you should so, do it. But I probably need the router I had. Is God, I worked out of the house 10 years ago, so do I have to upgrade that probably? Well, you mean the switch? Do you have a switch in there somewhere? Uh, no, it was just a... I had I had a switch originally, and then it, that we ended up with. Let me go run downstairs and tell you what I have. Did you have a second router? Um, I have a second um, router. Oh boy! That it was hardwired to, and I thought that was causing some of the confusion. So that's one of the reasons. Um, probably goes to the desk. It's an ingenious extra range, is what it is. Oh, it's like some sort of range extender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's not going to help you very much. You want to run from your router, wherever that is in your home, from the C700, whatever, the, the 700 thing there, down to your computer. That's what you want. A nice, solid Cat6 run. You run that wire, your your system will work. <laughs> the uh, range extenders, typically, I, I'm, you, your performance on those are going to be spotty. Right. Okay. So, yeah. All right, so I've got to go let other folks on, but uh, I hope yep. I've uh, helped you a little bit. No, you explained it. Now I'm very angry at Comcast, but um, thank you for all your help. You're welcome, Sue. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's move on quickly to Maria in Tallinn. What's going on out there, uh, Maria? Hello. 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 Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I... Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, I think we lost She said it. I've, and then she clicked. I think she must have lost I don't know what happened there, Matt. We have no power over here to do that. Um, well, Maria, call back. Let's move on to Fred in Southington. Hey, Fred. Uh, good morning. Uh, we're thinking about uh, switching over to GoNetSpeed. I hate to break that news to you here in Southington. but uh, uh, awesome. I'm so psyched for you. One of the questions I have, a big question I have is, so we currently have hardwired phone also. And so after listening to different calls and stuff where you can do voice over the Internet or something like that. Yeah, Uma. Okay, so now when you use UMA, does that mean you have to leave a computer on, or how no. does that? No, UMA has a little box that'll plug into your internet, um, and then you'll have an UMA phone, and you're only going to pay for the taxes. You don't even have to pay for the line; it's like five bucks a month. So, the, but with the UMA phone, you can still use the the other. We still have a rotary phone in our house. Uh, no, the rotary phone won't work. <laughs> you're going <laughs> to get rid of it. <laughs> Get rid of that thing, Fred. Rotary phone. That's awesome. So, so, so there's there's a uh, a box that plugs into the the modem. Your router, yeah, your router the, device. The router, okay. Yeah, and then it'll connect. You'll have a little UMA phone. So if you go on UMA.com, you can go ahead and get that UMA phone. That's a voice over IP phone, and you're done. You're will will other phones it. work on that? The the ones that are you know push button now. That are not UMA phones. Oh, it has to be a specific UMA phone. It has to be more of a voice over IP phone. I mean, there could be ways, I, I would say, to convert it. Um, but with so many people with cell phones these days, there's I think you could even a use lot. an UMA app. Everyone's got cell phones. There's I bet you there's of, an UMA app. There's a lot of VoIP 
uh, phones that will work with that. And I'm, what I'm trying to look for is sometimes that they have a converter where you can plug your analog phones in. Right. So they might have ways. Go okay. on Uma's page right. and take a look at it. But they might have an app. Do you have a cell phone? Uh, one for two of us. We, we don't use it twice. It's off now. Oh, you don't? Okay. That's fine. So, yeah, I would tell you to go look at Uma. Yeah, okay. they have one here that's uh, compatible with uh, existing analog phones. So uh, they, I just saw one, but okay, I'm sure super. there's I can, more. I can see yeah. it. Now, the other question I have is, so, so right now we have our um, the modem that we use from um, Frontier, which, which is more than adequate for us, but, you know, we keep seeing everything going up, and it would be nice to have a little bit more bandwidth. Um, so that modem is actually in an upstairs office. Would it work if we had if we left the um, the router downstairs and and use the Cat Five to go from where it would probably come where the cable where the uh, uh, go net speed came into with the rest of the wires into the house and then go Cat Five up to uh, the router that we have or should we put the router in the basement or will they run or do you think they might run uh, cable all the way to the place where we have it now in the office upstairs. You know, GoNetSpeed is very cons- consumer-focused. I okay. bet you they would run the um, modem to wherever you ask them to. Okay. So if you already have a router located up in the middle of your home, which is a good idea, um, they should run their fiber so that the modem that they're going to provide to you will connect up to your router. I think you would ask them. I think they would do it. I'm not positive. Uh, sure, I understand. Yeah, great. The last thing I want to say is you were talked late, earlier to somebody about the Shield with a smart TV. Yes, sir. I can tell you can tell how tech-savvy I am because I still have a rotary phone. Um, <laughs> but uh, we have a smart TV and a stupid TV, yeah. and we're gonna. I'm thinking about getting the Shield for the stupid TV only because last night when I turned the smart TV on, I had to wait about three or four minutes for it to do some kind of crazy update right. uh, in order to just change the channel. Right. That's why I hate the smart TV. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's the, and, and you know what? You know what? After a year, they don't support it anymore. <laughs> right. And, and, and you, it's just if you have your own box, at least you have your own control. Sure. So. Okay. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Fred. And I'm sorry that they're not running it up in your neighborhood. Oh, man. I, well, they're going to hopefully run by the neighborhood, so I'm going to hopefully get it kind of a... I don't know, a, a backwards way yeah. through the, my backyard rather than through my front yard. <laughs> hope you get along hope. good with your neighbors. <laughs> that, oh, yeah, my other neighbors in, too. If we can run a run a trench between the sure. between the houses, we're going to do whatever we can to get online. But, yeah, underground utilities, they don't want to fight that fight yet. Yeah. So Thanks a lot. Have a good Enjoy one. it, Fred. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, he's lucky to get fiber like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so... Where are we going here? Let's go. We have to take a quick break. I'm sure Matt's screaming at me. Um, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We are here until 11 o'clock. Thank you for joining us on our first broadcast of 2021. And uh, we are also on WTIC's Facebook page, but I would highly recommend you look at the Social Dilemma on Netflix, and um, and understand how these 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 services work. Uh, you are truly in the matrix. I am telling you. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was bad, but I didn't know how bad. Um, it's really bad. Let's go on to Ken in uh, Colchester. What's going on, Ken? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Love your show. Thanks. I have a question regarding um, setting up my router to uh, DNS. A couple weeks ago, you talked with a caller about doing that. I have yeah. a, um, like Sue there, I have a Comcast, so I have to have a uh, voice modem with uh, and then a 
router to do the Wi-Fi. When mm -hmm. I try to go into my web browser to access the router to put OpenDNS in through the Cisco uh, OpenDNS service, yeah. I can only access the modem and not the router. I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. I checked your website, and it's, there's a setting, I guess, in, in the router to do OpenDNS, but I can't get to it. Within the com it's a Comcast router? Uh, it's a Netgear Nighthawk CM1150V, just like Sue had. Oh. I'm um, sorry, that's the modem. The router's a Netgear Nighthawk AC1750. Okay, so within there, you need to find the, the instructions as to how to get to your DHCP settings. Um, which would I can't be... even get to the Nighthawk router. It only allows me to get to the modem. So that's kind of weird because normally the router is the device that is your gateway. So if you do IP config in a DOS prompt, so if you go and type uh, CMD to get to a DOS prompt in that little uh, type here to search window, that'll yep. get you to a DOS prompt. And if you type in IP C-O-N-F-I-G, mm -hmm. the gateway IP address should be your router, should be that Nighthawk router. The, the modem is hardwired connected to my computer. The router then is connected to the modem. Oh, the that's router weird. provides the Wi-Fi. The modem does not have Wi-Fi capability. Correct. So you get your modem hardwired to your computer? Yes. That's the problem. Your modem needs I to be connected to the WAN port on your router. That way the router can hand out IP addresses and allow everybody on the network access to your system. So I should have the router connected first and then the modem connected to the router? No, modem is first. So you got a cable line coming in from the street, then it goes to modem. And then from modem, it goes to the WAN port on your router. Now your internet is connected to the device that's going to hand out access to the internet. And so what's happening is the reason you can't get to your router is because you're not connected to it. <laughs> it's kind of weird it even works. Um, I assume I there's nobody else. To the, to the modem, yeah. yeah. I, if I had known that that modem did not have Wi-Fi in it, I probably wouldn't have bought it. But I dumped the Comcast modem yeah. uh, router um, to not have to pay that additional fee and upgrade All good. it to. All good. All good. You did everything right. You, did, you just didn't plug it in right. I just didn't connect it right. Yeah. So you, your, your router's not doing a whole lot for you. <laughs> well, the router's providing the Wi-Fi service throughout the house. I have it connected. I believe you, and I don't know how that is actually working, um, the way it's the way you've described your connection. I'm, I'm sure it is working, and the IP is flowing in a weird way. But the router IP address, let's say the router IP address is 192.168.1.1. Yeah, it was 198.whatever-it-was. Yeah. You should be able to browse to it from your computer, and you can't, right? You just told I me cannot. You I can only browse to the modem, modem. not to the router. Yeah, because it's the way it's connected. So if you change your approach and go from cable service to modem, and then from modem to the WAN port on your router, I don't know what the modem is doing. I mean, it must be handing out IP addresses. You do not want two DHCP servers in your network. So you've got to tell your modem, stop handing out IP addresses. So you may want to go to it first and see if it has a DHCP server built in. So, Does it, Bob? Yeah, you're, you're, there's uh, four yellow connectors that right. are for your computers. But the cable modem needs to be plugged into the WAN port because there's two okay. other ports that are there. So right. it's got to be in the WAN port, and the other one is going to be either a DMARC or, you know, um, like a secondary um, connection for, for if you have two sources. But right. basically you, you use don't want to use those. any of those yellow ports. That's your problem, right? 
Yeah, well, the yellow ports will go... I have to connect go... the router with the yellow one because the modem is connected to the computer with the WAN. Well, you're going to stop doing that. You connect... <laughs> the yellow ones are only for the, your devices that were on your network. So, oh, in other I words... See. Okay. Okay. But again, and, and, and because you did that, you're, you're kind of circumventing the router. You're using the router as a switch. Yeah. And so oh. it, the control is coming from the modem, and right. that's why you can't get into the modem. The router. Oh, I see. Okay. The, yeah, the router. So, so that, if, you right. can, if you can figure it the right way, you'll be able to then go to DHCP settings in the router that should be handing out all the IP addresses on your network. Then you can configure your open DNS settings so that the IP address is a secure one. So that's all your problem With the is, the help Ken. of your website directions, which is what I was trying to do originally. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Right. Yep. Thank you so much. And then could just, if you can comment um, a little bit between the difference between uh, VPN and uh, the um, DNS. Sure, we will. Uh, we can, if you we, have we, one, do you need both? Do you have, if you need to have VPN, do you need DNS? If you have DNS, do you need VPN? All right. We'll talk about that after the break. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I'll uh, put the radio on and listen. All right. Thanks, Ken. Thank, thank we'll you for your help. Yep. You're right. We'll be right back. here till 11 o'clock and uh, we'll do our best to help you out um, as he was leaving uh, the last caller was curious about VPN and open DNS do you need both you always need open DNS on your network as far as I'm concerned to have a safe browsing experience more safe not not a hundred percent but more safe and you can configure open DNS so that your kids uh, are not able to get to the nasty stuff on the internet should you choose uh, you can be a bit of a parent. You can also configure it to turn off the Internet at a certain time. You can do all sorts of great things if you really wanted to get involved. And you should maybe think more about that um, after you check out that Social Dilemma um, movie because, well, whatever, I want to get into it. Uh, but you have more control. So do you need both? A VPN, uh, if you use a VPN within your, in, within your four walls of your home, um, really doesn't do a whole lot for you security wise a vpn is really designed so that the people on your network aren't going to know where you're going right so you if you're worried about your spouse or your kids hacking your browser while you're doing your banking on on your system um then yeah go ahead and use a vpn um uh it's fine but it's really not necessary in your own home it's more necessary if you're going to do something sensitive you know business related or banking related in a public area like at an airport a hotel a restaurant which obviously why would you do it but you people do it um, you would want to set up a VPN there because you don't know who's sitting on the network next to you um, scanning for open information so they can figure out what your passwords are and try to they use products called Wireshark and all these uh, utilities to try to figure out what people are doing on these public networks um, and my telling people about Wireshark is not any kind of secret <laughs> Wireshark has been around as a utility forever um, so you'd only want to use really a VPN if you're trying to prevent people within the network from knowing what you're doing online now the other aspect of VPN is if you're at home and you want to have a more secure experience so that if you want to keep your your um, internet provider 
from knowing where you're going, um, then yes, you would want to use a VPN that way. You could you could go ahead and set up a VPN connection and then browse via that VPN tunnel. But a lot of VPNs out there, guys, are actually offered and provided by China. So they're interested in where you're going. So be sure you know which VPN you're using um, and understand that wherever that VPN pops out, it's going to use hopefully that DNS to do your, your searching. But that doesn't mean that that provider isn't subpoenaable depending on what they think you're doing wrong or what you're trying to keep secure or what you're going to keep private. Right, so if you happen to go with so and so VPN, it's not like somebody can't go to that company and say, "Well, all right, this guy uses your VPN. Where was he going?" <laughs> they go to those servers, and they would be able to see, subpoena that information. So I would think um, I'm not an ex I'm not an expert in that level, but I would I would expect it. So just understand that when you're doing anything online digitally, you're pretty trackable, and we've been saying that forever. I mean, I've always said any kind of computer crime is like the silliest crime on the planet because you're going to be tracked right down. It's the most traceable the activity that you can do. Yeah. And so just, you know, VPNs are good for privacy uh, within the network. Um, so you can use both if you wish, but open DNS would be a, a definite no matter what you do. All right. Let's move on. Um, we're going to Ron in Harrington next. What's going on, Ron? You there? Hey, Ron. Uh-oh, he's listening on the stream there. Hey, Ron, you there? Uh, seven seconds. <laughs> Ron going once. Come on, Ron. Ron going twice. There he is. He probably heard me now. Hello. There he is. <laughs> hey, Ron. Hey, how What's you going doing? On? Good. Listen, uh, to the fellow that had that problem with the user ID on Yahoo Mail. Yes, sir. Uh, that happens every once in a while. And okay. if you wait three, four days, you'll be right back to normal. Happened to my wife. Happened to me. But in the meantime, if you want to get on, uh, just Click on forgot password. Use the same password you always use. Yeah. Answer the two security questions, and they'll let you in. Oh, cool! All and right. then uh, that's if you really have to get in. Yeah. But uh, once you get out, it'll be the same way again until until it's uh, ready to clear up. So it's a problem with their their authentication system. Yeah. What's going on? Okay. It's just a weird thing that happens, you know. Sounds but I good. didn't know if he needed to get in there or what, but just a little piece of information. We appreciate the call, Ron. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. It's always good to hear information from the listeners that have any insights on these tools. Let's go on to Mark in Bristol next. What's going on, Mark? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Uh, quick question regarding an SD card that I had uh, in a cell phone. I remodeled my basement, and I took about 300 pictures because I wanted to remember where the pipes, wires, and everything were behind the walls and so forth, and was looking at them as I was doing the job. And I don't know, about a, a three, four weeks after that, I just happened to go to the SD card to look at another picture of something else, and the phone showed no SD card. So uh -oh. I took the SD card out. Well, I rebooted the phone first, of course, nothing took the SD card out, put it in a card reader, and it says uh, this this card needs to be formatted. Uh -oh. So I, I did, did a bit of research on uh, online and uh, found several ways of possibly uh, reclaiming the data. None of them worked. All of them were just kind of like common sense. But here's what I find when I look at the card in the reader. It says that the card needs to be formatted, um, and when I look at the properties, it lists them as raw. 
and bytes equals zero. So I can I can buy the phone somehow messing up the uh, SD card with a glitch or something, mm-hmm. uh, but I find it hard to believe that I lost probably probably eight gig of data just like right. that unless light, lightning hit the phone and I was holding the phone and I didn't feel anything. Well, the the fact that the phone can list what the what the files were is in a different table um, versus the actual data itself. So the way files are kind of kept and written and, and understood is in these tables. So it could have the file name, but n- not know where the data is located. It's mapped to the actual resource. Um, there are some ways, uh, and we've got some links here that Bob's already found uh, from from Isus, which is uh, EZUS, which is, again, it's a Chinese company. <laughs> Be careful. Uh, they have a, a way you can try to recover um, these files. You can try it. Maybe you've already done it um, with some of the things you researched. There is a professional company out there called OnTrack that's out of New York. And yep. they, used, they used to be called Kroll on track, but now they're just called on track. We use them for our clients who uh, ever have an issue with data loss if they haven't backed up a specific hard drive or what have you. It's pretty rare in our client base, but um, if they ever do something like this, Kroll on track for about $100 will tell you how much it's going to cost to get your data back. Um, and that re- recovery cost could be high, very high, thousands of dollars. Sure. It all depends on the difficulty. Um so I agree with you, you know, the, the files are probably still there, um, but somehow the, the table is disconnected from the media. It doesn't seem to know where the files are located, so you've got an issue there that may not be overcome, unfortunately. Um, that was you... my, those are my thoughts exactly, and uh, a question related to that is I, I do see the, uh, I have the option of purchasing software online that claims to be able to find those files <clears throat> and work around what we're just talking about, not being able to read the table. And I'm wondering if you think they're 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 just uh, bogus or no, no, they're worth it. Fine. They're worth it. So like Data Rescue, um, even the software that Bob listed, EZUS or EZUS, um, you should consider them. I mean, if you really want your data back, they're not they're not bogus. They're going to actually try and relink those those indexes so they can find your files and uh, they can work okay. if there's not if, if there's nothing physically wrong with your your card they, they can work however the more you monkey with it the higher the chance you're going to have uh, no ability to get the data back from a professional company um, so right. keep that in mind too but I would tell you to try you know like the, there's there's a bunch of options we're going to put up there for you three different ones that are legitimate um, and once you buy the software, they're not going to make you rent it. So you can always have it in case it ever happens again or a friend of yours has an issue. They can always go to Mark in Bristol and say, hey, I heard you had the software I need. <laughs> but yeah, Photo Rescue is something thing. Carmen would always talk about. Carmen Filarama, who is one of our digital camera experts who would come in. He's now retired enjoying the sunshine. But he would recommend Photo Rescue. Photo Rescue, okay. Yeah, and he's a professional photographer, so he's had his share of failed SD cards, I'm sure. And I think for me it's worth it because I've had probably a half a dozen SD cards fail in you know in, in this technology tech, time of technology. So it's worth it, even if it were a hundred bucks for the software. I agree. Yeah, all those pictures. I mean, obviously, you know, you're keeping all those pictures so that your local town can tax you correctly on your on your remodel, right? <laughs> That's exactly why I use the other uh, uh, reason as a cover up. <laughs> there you go. Well, and two, if you sell the house, you can show or hand off the, the files to someone that right. 
is going to use the basement and a pipe breaks or they want to run new Cat 5 wires or something, okay, here's where we don't want to drill here. The gas pipe is and all that kind of fun stuff. No, I know. It's awesome you did that. I mean, that's tremendous. In the old days, you just drilled through the pipe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. thanks for your help, guys. Uh, I'm going to try uh, one of the photo rescue, I think, is the first uh, software I'm going to try, and uh, yeah. hopefully it will work. Yeah, good luck, sir. Let us know if it works. Thank you very much. All right, you're welcome. Okay, bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, let's move on to Maria in Tallinn. What's going on, Maria? Oh, I hope I don't lose you again. <laughs> yeah, you clicked. Is that you? You literally spoke and something clicked. But I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. Neither. But anyway, help. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday I tried to get on my e on my email, which is on my menu bar, and I clicked on that, and I always get the pop up Yahoo sign into Yahoo Mail. Man. And I, and I clicked on that. Yeah. Which I have, yeah. and instead of getting Yahoo Mail again, it's a sign into AT and T. To continue. I've never had that. Right. So we've had numerous calls today on this. You're the third call. Really? We've had we've had callers calling in about the same problem and callers calling in about trying to uh, help you with uh, it. The last caller um, called in and talked about um, going ahead and clicking you forgot your password, but retype in your password anyways mm -hmm. and it should work. I, I retyped the password. I retyped everything. And what they want you to do is uh, sign up for a you know, create a new one, create a new ID and all that. And I really don't want to do that because I've always used hmm. uh, Yahoo. They want you but to create I, a new ID or a new mailbox? Both. I mean, no, huh. it said I, I'm, I'm pass. No, they want you to create a new one now. Do, uh, don't don't new, have a user ID. I do. Okay. They want, they want to you create to create a new uh, one. A new one. Sign up for a new account or something, and I don't want to do that. But I did go back and and deleted the password, wrote it back in again. Nothing yeah. happened. Okay. And um, I went to help, and they said to create a new account, and I don't want to do that. Right. I'm well, you may have you may have no choice if they if that's what their help said to do. So this is again what I gave the advice to the first caller of the of the show. I think had this exact issue. Um, your your email is free, right? Right. So who are you going to complain to? Um, huh. The thought would be to maybe get a real professional email box, and Proton um, email is what we would recommend. And you, you're now going to pay somebody for email, and guess what? You're going to have support, and this type of problem won't occur. Uh, this for years and years and years and years, and all of a sudden, like yesterday? I know. If I had a nickel for everyone who said all of a sudden in IT, I'd be driving a different car. That is so weird. All of a sudden is our world. All of a sudden. No kidding, all of a sudden. It's always all of a sudden. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't sort of break, it all of a sudden just breaks. <laughs> it's not like you're you know, it's all of a sudden is exactly what we were working with. It's always all of a sudden. So yeah, mm -hmm. go ahead and consider a mail a mail system that's more professional. I think you'll have better results. Or you're gonna have to create the new ID. The last caller said wait four days and it might fix itself. That's what he said. He says it happens okay. to his wife all the time. Um, okay. But if that's how we operate, that's what you have to expect with free. <laughs> My husband has an icon on the bottom, and all he does is hit that, and it comes up, no problem. But I guess it's the same thing. It could happen yeah. to him, too, if it's the same mail system. He's, I still have Windows 7, and he's got 10, and I've never had a problem with anything. And he has all kinds of problems all the time on his. <laughs> all of a sudden, you will, too. Don't worry. <laughs> 
Oh, brother. Okay. Well, thank you so much. All right, Maria. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Wow, Yahoo Mail is definitely having some issues these days, huh? Yeah, maybe they want it to go away. Maybe. I don't know. Let's go to Andrea in Southington next. What's going on, Andrea? You there, Andrea? And go net speed. Say you, I heard, go ahead. What, what, you said something about go net speed. Yeah, they wired my street. Oh, so you're so lucky. When are you going to get it? Um, I actually have an appointment for them to come out February 25th. Oh, awesome. So, Hobart Street at Pleasant Street's got it. Beautiful. I don't know, I don't know where you are, but they're coming. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I have underground wires. So anybody with underground wires is not going to get it. So what? What is actually underground wires? So if you drive down neighborhoods that don't have any wires hanging um, from poles, what happens is they go from poles, then you go in the neighborhood, and you'll notice there's no telephone poles. Their services are underground. Okay, so mine is I'm hooked to the poles, and then I just have a tube that goes down, and the rest of the wires go underground. Well, yes, but you have a pole out front of your um, your home? Yeah. You you should be good, and you've already got an appointment. They're not going to set an appointment if you... uh, well, they said that they would check check oh. it out, okay. whatever. So I need to replace my router. Yeah. And what did you recommend? Well, I mean, I like the Linksys levels of router, and we've had a bunch of links. If you go to computertalkwithtab.com, you'll see the, the router I use. Um, okay. It's a couple hundred dollars. You're going to pay for it. It'll pay for itself in your savings already. Um, I'll pay for it the first month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, Linksys has got good products. You've heard other folks talk about um, Nighthawks. Those are also good products. But yeah, I like, I I like the Linksys. I have, I have a Linksys. My yeah. modem I own. Well, the modem's going to come from GoNetSpeed. Oh, okay. Fine. They're going to give you a fiber modem. And what do you know about, like, I have two TVs that have to have these little mini boxes. Those will go away. Those mini boxes go back to Cox, and you're going to get a streaming service either from NVIDIA Shield or from Roku or Apple TV or Amazon Fire Stick or if your TVs are smart. You just need the software so that you can go ahead now and stream your media rather than have it over the cable service. Oh, I'm so excited. When I saw them doing it one day, and then the next day it actually said go net speed, and I went out there and I was just like, kind of dancing around in my driveway talking to this guy <laughs> saying, oh, hello. I know. It's the little things in life, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Affordable internet. 50 yeah, bucks. it's like, it'll save me $300 a month. $300 a month? Yeah. That's a car payment. That's a luxury car payment. <laughs> I know. I don't need a car. <laughs> Good for you, Andrea. We're excited for you. I know you're going to like the service. It'll work well, and the price is right. And it's never going to go up. They promise yes, it's never going to go yes. up. I, I and I've been telling my neighbors when I'm walking, saying, guess what? We got it. Oh, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. Enjoy. Yeah. Well, I wish you get it soon. Yeah, me too. We'll, we'll, hope, we'll hope it'll happen. I, we're not on the phase one or phase two, maybe phase three. <laughs> Just like the vaccines. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. It's so, so she gets like... A one-sixth price for life. Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people are spending so much, I mean, on Internet. And, and 
you know, without competition, thanks to our legislatures allowing for no competition, allowing for, you know, uh, Frontier and, and for years AT&T to control our polls, you know, they didn't care about poll neutrality. You know, they only said, here are the polls and only two people can have access to these polls. They're pretty naked. Those polls don't have a lot on them. You know, it's not like a the polls don't look like, you know, polls looking in Mumbai, India, where everything's just like a big rat's nest. They're well maintained. You can fit a little fiber line on there. But no, they, they wouldn't allow it till the year 2020. <laughs> We've had Internet since we started the show 25 years ago. You can't make it up. We haven't improved. I mean, yes, bandwidth has been better, but you need competition. So I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. Thank you, Matt, for producing back in Farmington. Thank you, Mike G., for posting everything live. It's all posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. It's also on our Facebook page, although after you watch social, The Social Dilemma, you'll never use Facebook again because um, you're the battery, but it is there for you. And, uh, again, thank you very much for joining us. We will see you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.